Let's Talk Sport with Scott Brown and Nathan Snade. Kia ora and good and oven to today on today radio studio for Kirschberg, the headquarters of Unite. It's Let's Talk Sport show number one four one tonight, guys. And I've got a brilliant rap. I've got um, Adam Peterson, who's been in here a number of times. Welcome again, Adam. Thank you. I think this is my fourth, I think. Fourth? I think so. Not bad, not bad. And ringing up, flanking him over to my right. I've got him in again. My happy hammer, Danny Hutchins, squash coach up at Top Squash. Also plays in the uh, in, in, in the national team as well. Um, helps out a little bit with the um, sport lycée, doesn't he? Does, does a little bit um, there, but a bit of training. And 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 arguably um and and arguably playing the uh, the 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 best in your uh, career would you say of, of squash at the moment you're up there I would say so the last two three months or so have been pretty decent yeah pretty decent yeah just feeling my age though now all of a sudden feeling the knees getting a bit older yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um. Great news! We've been talking about. We've had some tennis recently um, at uh, at the at the cock. It was the Luxembourg Ladies Masters tennis, and what better to bring in uh, Bojo, who was also um, coaching us on the on the play platform. Welcome, Bojo. Can you give us uh, a little sixty seconds about you about yourself, of who you are, and why you're in Luxembourg? Uh, hi, everyone. So my name is Bojo, and I'm a tennis coach in tennis club Senigeberg. And already almost ten years in Luxembourg, and uh, yeah, I came came to work as a tennis coach, and uh, I stayed uh, so so long, so far. Well, we we had a fa- we had a fa- let's t- uh, have you ever look on our play platform? I think yeah, let's let's try sport. You saw it on there, Adam. You highlighted my yeah it was poor, a poor language. Your bad words. Your bad words. A couple of good backhands. But uh, yep. I was I was quite impressed. I was quite impressed you were actually playing tennis and not playing squash on a tennis court, which is what I tend to do, and I'm yep. sure Danny yep. does as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, when you when you play the backhand, you'll be slicing oh, it. Single-handed slice every time, and you yep. were there with a double-handed top spin. I was. That's quite all. Impressed. Thanks to Bo- that's all. Yeah, it was really interesting to learn the the technique. It, I'm not going to lie; it felt uncomfortable as as as, hell, mm. as it as it would do for the first. On the, on the first occasion, but um, it was good fun, right? How did I go, Bojo? Put me, put me in I my was, place. I was really surprised by both you and Scott. I think you did a good job. Yeah, squash for sure helped a helped. bit, but uh, I was even uh, more surprised by by Scott. Yeah. So it's um, it's kind of interesting, but for me, t- t- out of all the sports that we've done so far, tennis was my was my favourite. So it's probably fair to say because of because of the ball and ball and, uh, and, and and racket. The worst would probably be the rugby. Actually, oh yeah, I yeah. thought you used to play a bit back in the day. Oh, but a hundred years ago, mate. Like let's let's be. Tell, let's, it tells stories yeah. like you used to play a bit. I know that. <laughs> a top seven player from all I hear. Yeah, I thought he was brilliant. <laughs> no, certainly, certainly not. And it was and it was down cold. Yeah. <laughs> You know, doesn't we, help things. We yeah. actually, I think we did the filming of that like in, oh, this time last year. No, even early, like January or February or something. And it was just, it was, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't. Uh, the, the, learning the skills. And you know what? Scott is a bloody good rugby player and is kicking. Yeah. He did, he, he gave me this one exercise was basically on the on on the end goal and to hit the hit the upright as a target to practice like we would probably do mm. in squash we'd put a ball down you'd do it we'd, we'd put, put cones or targets down on the court and he and he said hit it and I, I hit this thing I thought wow that was pretty good for someone that doesn't do it Scott first up bang nailed it but how much do you love that when you're given a lesson as well and <laughs> you put down a target and you're just like so this is what you're going to do and first go, you hit it, you, you, and you nail it. You nail it. You put, put like a fifty cent. It's the best feeling. It. Yeah, yeah. You, as a coach, that's uh, it's quite nice. Bojo, do you get do you get a few of those on the tennis? Sometimes you're showing something. Can you do a bit of techers? We would call it, and uh, you nail one. Well, sometimes we we play some interesting games with the cones to hit the cone, and uh, but I think you you wouldn't enjoy tennis so much if we would play outside in January or February. Yeah, that, that, that's right. So most of your lessons you're doing now, all the all, all the training would will be done indoor indoors now. I mean, with the with the amount of rain that we've just had over the last uh, week, it's been. Yeah, now we are indoor until April. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tough, tough, tough. Well, just giving you a little, little bit of a um, heads up there. Um, Anthony Perez, he's going to come in. Danny's going to he'll come in um, at uh, quarter two. Um, as always. Show one four one, 
We like talking about numbers. Does it mean anything to you, Adam? One four one. A failed one four seven break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know one four one. One four one. Is there any? No, well, no. as an angel number, it's a sign of encouragement and hope. Scott loves these angel numbers. And it reminds you that you're never alone and that your guardian angels are always with you, providing guidance and support. That's it from Scott. But what about in the UK, if you ever dialed 141 after a phone call? Oh, is that the uh, Tilda who called you? Yes, there we go. Yes. Number 141. So that's the, that, that is the significance of that. What is on the menu today? Well, we're going to talk about um, sport and the history in the, in, in the world today. And then, of course, we're going to inter- in- interview uh, Bojo and all the, the, the work you're doing. We're going to get to know you a little, a little, bit, um, a, a little bit more, obviously. Uh, I'm going to talk about, see how, you, how your brother's got on, because it was really nice when we, when we went to the uh, t- tennis centre in Senningerberg there with you. You're, uh, you got your brother to fire down a few few uh, serves at us mate it wasn't the speed but it was the the kick the of kick these of the, the kick yeah. of these serves and and a left-hander as, as well no, I don't no, know even, not. despite not you know not playing tennis just the kick of the left and the first one got Scott an absolute beauty right up in the shoulder it was <laughs> <laughs> it was fun it was fun yeah not for Scott but for us definitely <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right okay so we're coming coming on to it um, sport and the history of in the world today on this day 1960 it was Cassius Clay's first professional fight he beat Tani Hunska on six points in Louisiana uh, Louisville, 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 Louisville. In Kentucky, Louisville in, in, in Kentucky. That's one of the reasons why I bring uh, Adam on the show because he corrects me every time I make him. <laughs> absolutely, it's absolutely beautiful. And on this day, this is going to be right up your alley, um, Adam. In 2017, uh, Lewis Hamilton he finished a distance ninth in the Mexican Grand Prix, but it was good enough to clinch his fourth Formula One World Drivers Title. How many has he won in total? Seven. 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 And. Max is on. Max is just on his third, but it'll be interesting because Vettel, I think, by the time uh, Max and Vettel, I think um, Vettel by Max's age had won four. So you sort of think, oh, Max is out, he's going to go on, he's going to smash Lewis, smash Fangio, but if he gets in the wrong car or someone else gets a better car, that's right, it'll change. It's kind of game over. So we we spend a lot of time together, Danny, and but with this one thing we don't really talk about Formula One. Are you into it at all, or? I quite enjoy it. Like, I remember at university, we used to have BBC, and one of the only things you could do on a Sunday hungover was uh, the Formula One used to be on. So I got into it then, David Coulthard and stuff, explaining how it works, and then the Netflix series came along, obviously. Yeah. Uh, That helped, but uh, yeah, I I follow. I follow a little bit. It's a little bit boring at the moment, I find. With the... With just the same winners, same winners the whole time. Yeah. I think there's... It just happens in Formula One, doesn't it? I mean, you had Mercedes dominance, now you got Red Bull again. Yeah. It's just a the, bit. the Netflix series next season will be better than watching the actual Grand Prix this probably, year. Probably, yeah, sure. probably. But I, I, I always say, if you want a quiet chat in the pub with someone, if you're a bit tired, you don't want to, you don't want to say too much. You just want to listen. Just say to someone, "Oh, what do you think of Lewis Hamilton?" Like, no one, no one ever goes, "Oh, I've got no feelings." They've always got really strong feelings strong about feelings. Him, love or hate. Formula One, Bojo, is it is it up your alley? Honestly. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I have many friends who are crazy about it, and I even tried this uh, Netflix series, and I watched three, four episodes, and it's super fun, but I just cannot understand, uh, you know, watching round all round these cars round going around. around. Yeah, it's... Uh, a burning a significant amount of fuel as well. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, on this day, uh, 2018, Golden State shooting guard Clay Thompson, he broke an NBA record previously held by st- um, teammate Stephen Curry for the most three-pointers in a game. How many three-pointers, guys, are you thinking that Clay Thompson broke and it was held by Stephen Curry? Around the 28, 29. Oh, less. Mm, I was going to go 15. You're 28 times three. three. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's 54 <laughs> points. Yeah. 54 yeah. points. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a bit, bit, bit high. We're looking at the 80s to be a 70s. Yeah. What, what do you reckon? I'm going How 15. Many? 15. How many? I'll go to 17. 17. It was actually 14. And it was in the Warriors' win where they won 149, 124, 124 over the Bulls in Chicago. And that's a fair fist pump for you, mate. Talking of fist pumps, you don't like them. <laughs> you have told me you've been in this studio before. Agreed. Uh, fist pump. Uh, uh, Agreed. 
on the squash court, no fist pumps. No fist pumps. No fist pumps on the squash court. I don't like fist pumping on the tennis court. But when you win a completely pointless quiz like that, I think that's when it deserves. <laughs> what about uh, Formula One? They give they and sometimes oh. they give it two. Yeah, not cool. Not cool. Well, I used, to driving, hate Vettel's, yeah. uh, I used to hate Vettel's. Um, um, he put his number you, one finger. Did, did, I couldn't you? stand him when he did. <laughs> Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer. Yeah, he was a bit of a hand man. Yeah, yeah. Hand was. A, I feel like it was a finger. Yeah, 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 a yeah, digit yeah. going up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he sometimes had two hands. Very rarely. He was very rare. But everyone seems to do knee slides nowadays. Yeah. Uh, everyone's into the knee slides. It looks painful, to be fair. Yeah. That, 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 the knee slide came from Rooney, was it? That no, he was no, here? Way before. Way before that. I think people, as soon as they started watering the pitch a bit more, yeah, they, yeah. Kind of back people were just like, yeah. As a kid, it's what you always wanted to do as a kid as well, so. Yeah. So, Bojit, we're, three of us are more from that squash, um, it's from the squash background, that's how we know each other. And on a squash court, it's fair to say, in comparison to tennis, it's a little bit more intimate or intense because of because you're in a smaller um, surface area, and we also have to share the same space of, of play. So we have to work with each other as as well compared to tennis. So that's the reason why all three of us would agree we don't like the fist pump. Tennis, uh, fist pumper or not? In tennis, you can see a lot of fist pumps. Yeah. Professionals do it all the time, and uh, in tennis, it's uh, it's super important this body language to show to your opponent, you know, that you are you, in you, a you, good you. mood, that you feel positive, that you feel good. So, so it's a bit of a it is a statement to your opponent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's it's more uh, just to show to your opponent and uh, you know to provoke him a bit. Yeah, and in, um, in squash, we've got the American girl that's doing very well over the past few years. So I can't, uh, Amanda Sobey is doing really well. Yeah. Now she's just started doing something as well. What was that? She's doing the the uh, the, the, the call me. Is it yeah. call me or hang up the phone? I think it's something from tennis as well. You know, the one of the American players. Again, yeah, that was uh, Ben Shelton on. Yeah, she's yeah. copying the Ben Shelton, like putting down the phone thing. And what does it mean? Well, it's his way to celebrate uh, okay. the match. Okay, he's doing that after he's winning. Yeah, and she started started doing that in the last few games as well. Whilst we stay on the the cellar, um, the celebrations after winning points or, or, or winning these micro battles or, or winning the the match, what about the the dance? We just recently had Andrea Petkovic playing here, and she had the it's called the Petko Petko dance, and she used that as a uh, a, a way of motivation to try and keep her going and keep her. I don't know, something a little bit characteristic. Can you show us it real quick, Nathan? I, personally, I... Just for the viewers out there? Personally, I can't, but if you... <laughs> I think I was doing a few shuffles late last night, hence the, hence the croaky voice to get myself in a good mood after the rugby, which we'll talk about a little bit a little bit later. But you're, you're a dancer. How do you do your cele- the, the, the celebration when you were playing? Well, I didn't have something specific, to be honest. But if Andrea is dancing on the court, that that's interesting to see. For this sure. is yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, staying on sport and history in the world today, we got three birthdays. Lance Stoll coming back on Formula One. Lance Stroll. Lance Stoll or Stroll? Stroll. Stroll. Yeah, I've Stroll. tried to correct you again, Nathan. Sorry. <laughs> why? Why have I got Stoll here? Maybe it's just a ty- maybe it's just a typo. But born in Canada. Canada. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, He's He's about your age. He's probably mid-twenties, so in the 90s, 96. I'll take that. I'll take that. 1998. Very close. Danny's got a very interesting birthday where it's 7890. 7890. There we go. Ah, okay. You got it? 7th of August, 1990. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, so Lance Stroll's birthday today. Happy birthday, Lance Stroll. Uh, This day in 1974, it was Michael Vaughan, the English uh, cricketer and, and commentator, and as we were saying earlier in the show, it's actually Robert, is it Perez? Perez? Perez. 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 There we go. French footballer and played for? Aston Villa and Arsenal. Ah, oh, cheeky. He, he was part of that penalty. I tell you what, remember. we're going to get real good banter tonight because, Boja, oh, you, like you like your football. You know, I bet you believe you do a bit of like football manager as well. Yeah, is I like that, football. That, yeah. That's right. Adam, you're not shy. No, no, no. My, my FPL team is not doing well, though. My okay. FPL team is not doing do, well. Do you do that as well, Danny? I gave it up because I wanted to enjoy play, watching football again. I, I felt like I was getting too involved with my own fantasy team, so I stopped enjoying actually watching my team play. I was more bothered about my fantasy football team, so I gave it up for my mental health. 
Well, while, whilst we are on football, take a listen to this. Towards Deville and Rodriguez, so Shea came between them. But here's Rodriguez, hits it early! Oh, no! The gloom really does deepen for Ireland now. In space, no one closes him down. He takes the snapshot, he takes it early, and he fires it home into the corner. And that was Rodriguez's goal, wasn't it? That he scored for uh, that he scored for Luxembourg against um, Ireland, I believe. It uh, was it Northern, it was uh, yeah, uh, against Republic, the, I think. Yeah, yeah. Republic of Ireland. Do you remember that? He's one of in or out. Would he be in your Would he be in your nationals, Luxembourg national side? I think so. I think he's. I think we look well. We we look stronger with him up front. We got a target man. I think when he's not up, I just don't think we've got the focus up front. So, I know. Uh, I know Anthony Perez doesn't agree with me necessarily. Uh, Anthony will be coming in later on. He's a little bit iffy. What about yourself, Danny? Oh, well, there's lots. He's he's got a few. Uh court cases to answer I think at the moment so. yeah he's in a bit of trouble but they but they recently just brought him back, back into yeah. the side and he, he, again he got a goal uh, for us didn't he he got a really good goal away at Iceland then missed an open goal with about five seconds the last kick of the game um, I was watching it upstairs did a big scream when he missed and my parent, my wife came running up thinking I'd injured myself or something but no he just he just missed a sitter just a sitter yeah not to be what to be have you been out and seen the local team play or local our national side play uh, some football actually come, never comes from Croatia I mean the, but arguably the greatest football nation when you look at it per capita because it's what only it's about six or seven thousand people a million people so <laughs> we are four Four million yeah, people, four million. arguably, one of the greatest sporting nations would be would ha- would have to be. Probably, yeah. In football, we we did very well last two World Cups, and uh, we didn't do well last two uh, matches in qualies. We lost against Turkey and Wales. Okay, they'd, yeah, they'll be certainly disappointed by Croatia's standard, but with a population, as you say, only of four million people, uh, certainly. Is that just Modric finally getting tired at yeah, 37, yeah. I imagine? Yeah, Modric is uh, is not playing uh, so often for Real Madrid and uh, I think you can feel that in the national team as well. Same with Brozovic. Brozovic won, was one of the top when he was in Inter, but now he went to Saudi, Saudi Arabia and I guess the level is not the same. So. Mm. Are you too young for Davos Shuka. No, no, I'm not too young for Davos. <laughs> he was he was amazing when he burst onto the scene. That must have been like Croatia's first ever national, you know, major tournament. I think after the we know, played the Euro '96. I think was in Germany. Oh, I was in England. In England. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, World Cup in France was a third place. Was a huge moment. I remember when Davos Shuka scored in the semi final. We were one zero up. And then after all, the fire, fireworks was already 2-1 for France. <laughs> yeah, That football shirt that year, that Croatia 98 football shirt, is so iconic. The red checks. Yeah, yeah. red checks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very iconic shirt. Yeah. And Danny, we were obviously, our, our Croatian connection, apart from Philip Mederich, who was our uh, was, was a squash coach with us um, in, in Luxembourg, but our claim to fame would be that we had Super Slav. Super Slav, S- yeah. Slav, uh, Slav and Bilic. Uh, Slav and Bilic, yeah. <laughs> Where else did he go? He went. He didn't tell me where he was at Birmingham. Did he go to, no, but didn't he go somewhere and over over your your side of the woods? He might have done, but he, was, he wasn't at Villa, that's for sure. But I, I think of him as as West Ham. Yeah, um, you think of him as West, West Ham and Everton. Well, he Southern Village was lucky because he was who was the player that we had at the same time um, from Marseille. Um, uh, Payet. We had Dimitri Payet yeah. under when under he was Southern, manager. Yeah, when he was yeah. manager, and he was. Arguably the best player in the in the in the, in the world at the, at the time. Yeah, we just get, world, a, get a free moment. kick from anywhere. We mean, God, they won against United. And remember it like oh, we remember it so well. We, 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 we could talk for a while about this. We are going to come back over to to you, Bojo. Let's sorry. So you're from Croatia. Whereabouts uh, from? Whereabouts in Croatia are you from? Is it from the territories of Game of Thrones? Obviously, that was thrown in there from Scott, who loves talking about uh, his movies. Actually, it's in between uh, Dubrovnik and Split. And uh, Game of Thrones were filmed uh, in both cities, so my hometown is really between yeah. these two cities. And so you saw? Have you seen? Oh, you would have been in Luxembourg when Game of Thrones was filming. When did it start? How old was Game of Thrones? Ten years, maybe. Was was yeah. so we around? The I time. think I was already here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm huge fan. It's uh, for me. It's one of the best series. Yeah. 
And coming back onto onto the tennis, tell, let's tell us a little bit about the roots. Why why tennis? Is it a family sport? Is it yeah? Why why not football? Well, probably because of Goran Ivanishevich. You know how it works. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The big so. man, the mm, big man yeah. himself. And then uh, my father and myself, we started playing. And I was already eight, nine. So let's say too, too old to do, to do it professionally. And uh, yeah, I'd have two younger brothers. Then they also started playing with us. And uh, my youngest brother, he basically started walking on a tennis court and... Uh, he played a lot, and this is uh, th- this is your brother that was that nailed Scott like yeah exactly Marco yeah Marco, that's my yeah. brother yeah 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 absolutely phenomenal and phenomenal. he's playing at college in the US is that right yeah he's playing college in US it's that um it's at, uh what's it called the- not I think Theodore no uh, Tole- Toledo Toledo yeah Toledo. yeah it's up in the north yeah, yeah. close to Detroit yeah. and why did you so you went straight into coaching as opposed to playing how did that how did that work out. Uh, yeah, I played only one professional tournament, and when I was 18, I went to studies. I I, uh, I have a master degree in physical education because it was, I mean, was pretty obvious I will not make it as a professional, and I wanted to get my education. And then basically, yeah, after my studies, I came here to Luxembourg to to work as a tennis coach. And did you get the qualifications in Croatia to coach? Uh, I did uh, I did international uh, license. Uh, international Tennis Federation is uh, is doing three levels, so I have uh, two levels. Oh, that's interesting because they do it in, squ- in squash. There's the yeah. World Squash Federation do three, three levels. levels. Yeah. I su- okay, I was, su- I was surprised. I thought there might have been a few more in in tennis. I got my I, don't know. I got my young the the bottom level of the squash coaching done be- just before I went to university. So that when I got there. I was coaching people at squash, and that's how I was earning all my money for all my beer money was all my squash coaching money. So that's how I paid my way through all the parties at university. <laughs> that's so cool. we, did you did you start coaching at university during the during your masters or? Yes, no, I started the coaching already when I was first year of my studies yeah. in a local club, and then I was coaching for three four years, but then I had some. I had less time, so I had some issues in the, in university, and then I I took one two years off, and I wanted to finish uh, my studies first. And actually, very interesting story is that after I finished my studies, I went again to the same club where I was coaching, and I wanted to restart. And then I exactly when I was in the club, I got a call from from a friend of mine who was uh, working in Luxembourg, and that's how and how I ended up here. So you didn't come straight away. You weren't at Sinningerberg straight because that's where you are now. Uh, I, I first I started working in Kokelschwer. Yep, and I was there for three years, and then I moved to Sinningerberg. Sinningerberg, and, uh, and and you're also looking after the pro shop there as well. Is that right? Sport. Uh, uh, yeah, I, sport I'm running a small uh, sport tennis sportland. Sport 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 yeah, land. small uh, tennis and paddle shop in my club. It's called Sportland Lux, and he's one we've got head head. Uh, Head's your sponsor, is that right? Well, I have. Uh, I'm I'm working mostly with Head, but uh, I have some other brands as well. Yeah, we just recently got into uh, using that brand a bit with with Top Squash. We never really had it for a well, while. Yeah, well, really of course, it's a big. It. it is big in squash. Like, ah, it's like big in squash. Yeah. Um, but we never really had. It's just only recently that we've uh, started. And I remember using your racket, so that's why I I uh, I remember that one. What about when you're coaching? Do you have a preference of coaching? the younger athletes or more ad- adult athletes or or players or are you probably a bit like ourselves uh, you 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 prefer let's say the a little bit of everybody well it's exactly variety is uh, is good but if i can choose I, I prefer adults because with adults you know they are there because they want to be there they want to improve with the kids sometimes you you have kids who don't want to be there their their parents want them to be there so it's a bit tricky it's not easy to motivate them yes but it's about harder it's fair to say yeah, we cool, yeah we'd have the same sort of challenges sometimes the i mean for me personally i like the working with children to be honest uh i prefer that uh, to be honest than working with adults but uh uh, and yeah. the changing is yeah. good. Yeah. If you have five lessons in a row, like five adults in a row, it's tough. Five kids in a row is tough. But having like two and two and one, 
makes it a lot easier, I find. Yeah. Different challenges every game, every every lesson. I, I, I yeah, I back mm. you up on that. I like the I, I like the change, but my biggest kick is certainly on Saturday mornings when we when we have the yeah. Enjoy uh, the Saturday. Do you just see them? I mean, it's like cutting the grass. You just get like instant, yeah. <laughs> instant reward, right? Instant instant change. Where yeah. what about what about pro players? Have you worked with? Have you have you coached pro? What well, your brother of? Your, your brother, I guess you don't do a little bit of work. I was him. coaching him, yeah, while I was still in Croatia. Uh, okay, he's not professional tennis player, but he has a pretty good level. And uh, yeah, other than that, in Luxembourg here, it's it's a small country. I'm also working in a small club, so we have a big issue when we when we uh, when we when our players are reaching certain level, they have to go to to a bigger club. I mean, we are even advising them to go to to a bigger club where they have uh, more opportunities, they can play more often, they have. Uh, more sparring partners, so it's it's a bit tricky. So tell me about the system in Luxembourg. How how does it, you, is there is there an interclub system or as we call it championship and squash? How w- what happens? First of all, we can come to you and we can get we can get a lesson. But what say I want to start? I want to start beating Adam, or I want to start being in a team with Adam and 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 Danny. How does that how does it work? Well, every player has a license. You have to make a license. You have to do a medical examination. Yeah, we know those ones. <laughs> We know those ones. <laughs> I guess yeah, it's the, the same in squash. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the same in in, in, in in all sports. It can actually put some people off, can't it? Can't people just don't? I mean, is it a hard effort? Not really. You just have to turn up there and, and you do have to it, pee but, in a pot, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a bit tougher at our age, I think. Then <laughs> <laughs> maybe you do a few bendovers and things, but uh. okay. So so you get you get the medical, you complete the license form. And then we say, Bojo, I want to be in your team. Put me in there. I mean, there are many individual tournaments in Luxembourg, so you can play whatever you want. Even at a, even at social level? We well, can- not at a sh- social level. That's the problem. You have different categories and... Uh- yeah, I'm, just, I'm relating a lot to squash, where if you actually look at the players that we get for our tournaments, you're probably looking at about 60 or 70 people. With all due respect, they're not that good. I mean, apart from Danny and himself in the, in the top draw, you'll get like, what, a handful of, of, of good players guys, that, are, yeah. that are good. But the rest of them are just social punters, really, aren't they? They just like... Pl- like com- the thing is that because we divide it into categories, you still have the best of each category. So, yes, it might not be the top level, but you're still competing amongst your peers and stuff, so that's the main so thing. people still yeah. say, yes, there's they still challenges... Yeah. Um, and they, how do they do it and how does it organised in tennis I guess you, do you go into draws with your own ability or? yeah we have different categories from 1 to 6 and then you sign up for your own category so it's more likely you will play with the same level opponents and and it's the coach that you would you would then say you are a category 3 category 4 who no it's, uh, it's not the coaches are not deciding categories okay. I mean when you start if you are a beginner you will start with category 6 it's the lowest category and then you are playing tournaments you are getting points and then you improve your ranking yeah yeah, it's quite. Yeah. How long does a tennis tournament last? Like, we can go through a tournament and squash in 24 hours essentially like Friday evening to Saturday evening we'll go well in, ten- in Luxembourg they have a they have a different system. They play the whole week or even sometimes two weeks. And then when you are signing up for the tournament, you have to give your availabilities. Okay. And well, then uh, they will call you exactly. They will try to set up a match uh, when you are available. And then one match can be Tuesday, next one uh, if you win Friday. and So you don't get that tournament feel, I guess, where you have like the semifinals and finals. Yeah, in Croatia, what we do is... Uh, Saturday morning, nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a sign up. Everyone is there. All yeah. thirty two players. You have yeah. a always nice bar or restaurant in in the in the club, and uh, that's it. You you have four or five courts. Everyone is playing. Everyone is waiting, watching the matches, mm-hmm. and then you are done in in uh, one weekend. And what what format do you play? So in the in the tournament, is it best of three sets or a single set? How, how do the well depends on the category. Okay. Higher categories, they play best of three sets. A bit lower categories uh, or plus 35, plus 45 categories and, and older, the, they would play super tiebreak for, for the third set. So if it's 1-1, one, one, they play just one tiebreak to 10 points, okay. not to make it so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah in uh, first division second division or if you play a good level then you play best of three yeah. I think in some way the license thing uh, in some ways it probably does stop some people playing we play we have a summer membership at Glassbridge so I go play with mm-hmm. Natasha and friends and it means that if someone sort of you see someone playing they can't say hey do you want to come and play for the team next week because then you know we just play social we haven't gone to that effort of getting that le- re- that license and getting registered so in some ways I see why they do it it makes sense to make sure everyone's fit and healthy and and well enough to do the sport but in some ways it creates a hurdle that stops makes it a little bit less accessible for people so yeah they're true but i, I think it's if you've a got hurdle isn't it really oh when you go for it i mean but but, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's organizing it and a lot of the time particularly in the, in the city because my mm. kids needed it for rugby or whatever in the city the next appointment was three months away and we had to go up to Viltz where we could get it done a lot quicker so yeah. it's, it's getting the booking it's the yeah, availability yeah, yeah. it's this the that's the thing I think within Luxembourg there's a problem within maybe that system because obviously everyone wants their licenses at the same time mm. and everyone remembers it in August in September, September yeah. and it's rare and you can't get and then everybody signs up for it and then all of a sudden you can't get a date until October November so I think there must there's some leeway within the systems somewhere and there has to maybe be some rethink about it well it's certainly better than what it was yeah, it was, it was certainly better than used to be. what it what it was. It's a lot quicker than it used to be. Yeah. I remember you used to go there; it could take you three hours, four hours sat there. In your in your in, in your knickers, in your knickers yeah. next to a really? next to a yeah next to a mum and dad. Also, in it was it was really bizarre yeah. back then. Back in the day, it was a bit strange. Yeah. A, a bit strange. Coming back over to you, Bojo. Um, what about <laughs> as, a, as a player? How how keeping all modesty in that? How how good did you get? What sort of level did you play at? Well, uh, I was the best in my region there, but uh, like I said, not not good enough to to make it professional. And uh, I was lucky enough to to understand it because many players they are trying and uh, they are even spending a lot of money and time. And then when they are twenty six, twenty seven, they realize I will not make it. I don't have education, and it's tough. It is it is a funny one, isn't it? Because some people don't really even good players they don't really know. The what level and, 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 and what it takes, and it's a bit of a it's a bit of a tricky one. I mean, even as a as a coach, you you want to be honest. You want to be honest yeah. to you want to be honest to your to your students as well, or your your, your player. But you don't want to be you know be putting the hammer of Thor yeah. into them either. What do you reckon? Well, for every you get all these celebrities and people that make it KSI, just sort of saying, oh, if you believe and work hard enough, you can have everything. And you know, it's for every one person where that's true. There's probably a thousand where they've tried as hard and it hasn't come true so i think there's a lot of the the success stories get portrayed through the media and then that leads people on so i think you've i don't want to do your tennis down but it's probably the right decision no it's uh, i completely agree because in tennis is uh, is first competition is very tough it's one of the most popular sports in the world and second only 100 150 players can uh, live out of it so is imagine a that small number, a small number, 150 players. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the it's ATP amazing. have just come up with something recently where they're trying to support those players further down. I can't. They're, they're, yeah, they are trying. They are increasing uh, price money of uh, challengers, futures. You know, a bit lower, lower tournaments, mm. but uh, takes time. It's for me. It's really pity that uh, you are 200 in the world. So and you cannot make living out of it. You are struggling and you have to spend your own money. So there's really something wrong with the whole system, particularly for a big sport like yeah, tennis, yeah. right? I mean, squash. Of course, you, you we, we, can, we can under, we can understand that. But yeah. so much prize money. I was looking. I knew you were coming on. I was looking at the prize money that you know Djokovic and Federer have won and all those sorts of things. So much prize money, and yet, as you say, yeah, I guess they are doing it. To popularize it, you know, so the kids can say, ah, oh, Djokovic won a tournament, he got three million. But mm. what about others? I mean, there is only one Djokovic. While we're, while we're on Djokovic, Nadal, Federer, all three very, very special athletes and special humans for, for, for that matter, for what they've for what they've done. It was nice to see Djokovic supporting the All Blacks in, in, in Paris last night. Didn't the support didn't help, unfortunately. What um, have you got? A, have you got a favorite out of any of the three of them? Well, for me, it's definitely Djokovic, and uh, Nadal is really best ever on clay. That's uh, that's for sure. And for me, Federer is someone who changed the sport the most. So they are all 
greatest of all time, let's say, all three of them. But when you see some numbers, some statistics, Djokovic is definitely the greatest. Last time I was here, you asked me for my top five sports people of all time. Yeah. What about Serena? Serena is, yeah, did the same for uh, women's tennis. Uh, like put, put women's tennis on them, like Federer, like Federer. Yeah, like yeah. Federer and Djokovic yeah. <laughs> together. Combined, yeah. The numbers plus the, uh, yeah, exactly. the stature of the sport, yeah. yeah. And what about if we go back in, in, in time? What are one of the what are the, uh, the what are the names that you that, that come to the top of your list? Is it is it is it Beyond Borg? Is it Boris Becker? Is it Jean McEnroe? Who's the, if you go go back in time? And well, I'm era, I'm not so old, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we know these we know these uh, we, we we know these names and we know these players. Well, Rod I started playing because of Goran Ivanishevich. For me, yeah. he was my childhood uh, idol. He. Did he win it as a qualifier? He won Wimbledon as a yeah. qualifier. Uh, so no, as a wild card. As a wild, wild card, card, that's yeah. right. Because yeah. that was the year that Tin Henman could have won. He beat yeah. him in the and semis. Then, yeah. yeah, he lost to Goran in the semis. Yeah, through five sets, yeah. 72 aces or something in the game. Yeah. Now, <laughs> just recently in the events, because he's coaching uh, Goran Ivanisevic, yeah. He is coaching Djokovic at the minute, isn't he? Through, yeah. When you see it on TV... Djokovic looks like he's giving him one hell of a hard time. Yeah, and he knows it. He he said it many times in the interviews that during the match he he's really giving hard time to his uh, team, and it's not easy to be his coach. It, it can't be. It cannot be easy being a Goranita Vinicius. I mean, have you seen it? He gives him a he gives him a big old bollocking. Yeah, like, it, like it's scores, like it's yeah, interesting. What would you, what would you do if that, if you were in the box to your brother and your brother did that? What would you do? Throw a racket down at him or well. If my brother would be greatest ever, then I cannot say much. <laughs> if he's paying the ten percent, then it's not too. Exactly, yeah. It's not too bad at at all. Um, moving aside a little bit, there's other sports that have just recently starting to come into the in, into the racket and ball sports. We've got uh, both paddle and pickleball. Have you had a Have you had a had a go? Have you had a knock around at those? Uh, those sports I tried both I tried the paddle a couple of times and uh, pickleball is actually huge in uh, USA so I played a couple of times with uh, my brother during the summer and uh, he's uh, he was working in one academy in uh, in USA during the summer and he said uh, all the all the older people they just play pickleball yeah. that's how it started eh? it started as a geriatric sport essentially uh, it's, it's, ten- it's like walking tennis same as you have like walking football, and that's how pickleball basically came to be. Well, yeah. that, that that it's growing in Luxembourg. They they recently had a tour a tournament. The the head, I think, the first Luxembourg tournament sponsored by Head. They actually did an exhibition at the Tennis Masters the other week. We've actually been fortunate to have them into in, in the studio as as well. Um, and they say there's over a thousand licensed pickleball players in the country right now yeah. which is for me phenomenal how quickly that's kicked on in Luxembourg phenomenal phenomenal, phenomenal. I'm surprised by that. I've seen a lot of paddle courts being built so a couple of years ago I had to go to Arlon to play I wanted to try it so I went to Arlon to play there weren't any I don't think in Luxembourg now there's a couple in Cockleshaw I think there's one at Bonvoir Tennis Club yeah there's, there's one in uh, Choutrange mm. Sport yeah, yeah. for Lux they have six indoor courts. Six? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've, we've It's one of the biggest there. growing sports. I mean, paddle is growing, growing, growing everywhere, basically. Just courts popping up. I can see it as well. We were just talking before we were on air about, um, you know, underarm serve, so you're not wasting ages, going and getting the ball. No, you know, you hardly have a second serve because you pretty much get it in first time. So Ooh. it's a lot quicker. quicker and four people on a court, half the size of the tennis court, probably more, more way to make money as well. So yeah. kind of win-win all around. Yeah, and and you've got as you say, you've got paddle at Sendingaberg as well. You've got paddle courts there, or no, no, no just tennis courts, just tennis courts. Yeah, I've got a bit of a, a, a bit of it. There's ne- nearly not one thousand, nearly one thousand people have um, uh, have tried. Oh, sorry, having tried the sport, not licensed players. Oh, that's a big boo boo. <laughs> and around a hundred playing regularly across six locations in the in the country. It's got 135 players from different 10 different countries. Yeah, the event highlights, which is obviously this open over the three days, the tournament hosted 350 matches. So f- fair plays. It's really fair, fair play. Pickleball's really 
kicking on. We've got um, uh, Ray Lindsay, he's uh, in Luxembourg at the moment, he's selling uh, pickleball rackets. Is it a they, sport? Yeah, it's a sport. It's a proper sport. I mean, it is a sport, isn't it? Yeah. It's difficult to say. I don't know. I mean, what defines a sport? What defines a what defines a sport to you, Danny? I mean, it's an interesting question. I mean, is darts a sport? It's it's an activity, I would say, and I think pickleball would fall within that remit of the darts. It's a competition for sure. It's competitive. Um, are you really getting a sweat on? I think maybe that is part of. Do you sport, perhaps? Do, yeah, do you, do you sweat? Mm. <laughs> cricket? Is cricket a sport? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, it's you, a sport. But, I mean... 2020 is it a sport if you can wear trousers? You have to wear trousers playing cricket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bozier, just to uh, finish off, we've got Anthony Perez, who's just come into in, into the studio. We're going to get, get, ask you a couple of... Uh, Oh, not so serious questions, but um, you're, if you were walking out to play a tennis match, okay, in the big in the big light, let's call it, uh, let, let's make it Wimbledon. Okay. No, not Wimbledon. Wimbledon wouldn't do that. No, Maybe, no, they wouldn't do that. Maybe, who would do it? Australia would do it, wouldn't they? US. Yeah, US, US Open yeah, yeah, or Australia. Let, let's go US. Okay, so you're at um, Arthur Ashe Stadium, okay, and you get to come out. You can choose. Any song as your walk walkout music, who are you going to go for? Any song. Any any song. We're in. Who's your walkout music? That's a tough this, one. This this character is going to put you on the spot. This this characterizes the individual. Well, I, I would probably go to Shopify, uh, Spotify, and I will uh, just type uh, Eminem. Best entrance music. <laughs> <laughs> playlist <laughs> that's fair enough fair enough okay summer has g- gone and passed and w- if you were able to take your breakout which i hope you did get get a get a get a week off this um off the tennis courts and you were in uh in the on the beach down in in, in croatia with that lovely um, clear crystal clear water are we likely to see you in board shorts or in the budgie smugglers the little y fronts what are we most likely to see? No, not really. Not really. Just uh, normal uh, shorts. The board, the board shorts, quite a conservative approach. And if you have a choice, would you go, would you sport with your board, uh, with your board shorts, a moustache or a, or a mullet? Who are you gonna, what one would you go for? I go for a moustache. Go for a moustache. <laughs> very conservative, very European. We notice that they do go for their uh, longer shorts, don't don't they? What about you, Danny? I've never actually asked you this question. Uh, Bordies. Bordies with a mullet. I mean, I've had a moustache before, so it's got to be a moustache, isn't it? Moustache, moustache. Curly hairs and mullet might be interesting. Very good, very good. All right, we um, have got Anthony Perez from Les Force News is in uh, the show with us. Anthony, tell us what has been going on in the world of football, my friend. Ah, that's the... Oh, damn, my, my, my hazard is too loud. Ah, better. Uh, let's start with the first game. Um, about Luxembourg against Turkey. On, on the third match day of the UEFA Nations League, our women's national team had to face Turkey last Friday, who won their first two games without conceding a single goal. A big opponent on the paper against Wu. The players from Dan Santos showed a good fight but ended up losing with a high margin. Turkey won 4-0 in the end and expanded their lead to 5 points. After three games, Luxembourg stands on the second place with four points and the next game will place uh, will take place on the following Tuesday against the same opponent from Turkey. Uh, a shame that it was a big uh, big loss, but, you know, Turkey was a much better team on the paper and they showed it on the field. Uh, let's move on to the national football with the Coupe de Luxembourg and I've got so much to talk about. Let's start with the third round of the Coupe de Luxembourg, which took place this weekend. And here are all the results just for you. Weiler beat Griffenmacher after extra time 4-2, thanks to Kuka, who scored the last two goals. Jonas Esch didn't let themselves get surprised against Mama as they won 2-1. Luis scored the winning goal. Difference defeated Dudelange in the top game on Saturday. Costa Monteiro and Suso were both the goal scorers as the guests won 2-0. The winners of the cup last season still have the possibility to defend that title. Racing won without any difficulty against as Luxembourg verschmacht 3-0. 
Niederkorn one in eight Did you gold. Say fish market. Fischmacht. So Fischmacht. That's the new. That's the new. Team, that's the it? new name. AS Letzebusch Fischmacht. Fischmacht. That's that's how it, that's how the place is called basically. Yeah. 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 yeah the, on the plates. But, it, but it's kind of funny. It's it is funny. very funny. Niederkorn won in the eight goal game against Walfeldorf 5-3. Mondorf crushed Erpeldorf 8-1, same as Monterich who beat Wommeldorf 5-2. Alisantia Steinzel won surprisingly high against Ettelburg 5-1. Rodosch against Betonbuch and Schieflon against Kerschen both got cancelled because I guess the better weather. Uh, some of you probably noticed here listening, but I didn't mention some of the other games, but I want to get into them in detail. Strassen against Fola shows how cruel football is. After 18 minutes, Una Strassen was leading 3-0 and it looked like the game would end one-sided. Ash, nevertheless, showed a great comeback and scored in the 80th minute the equalizer to make it 3-3 before Mike Andreas make, uh, gave Strassen the lead again to make it 4-3 and that's how the game ended. That's sometimes why I hate football. <laughs> you're, you're leading 3-0, you're, uh, you're losing 3-0, you come back and then you're still conceding and you lose. Yeah. All this for nothing. Yeah. Uh, Red Star Mayer, while playing in the third division, almost did the impossible. They first took a two-goal lead against Hesbronch. And until the 86th minute, the score was still 2-1 for the underdog, but two late goals from Deville and Sakras avoided Hesbronch the blamage and went out victorious in this game. What a shame for Mel, but a great fight. But it, it was logical. In the end, it's the individual class of big teams like this who can come back in the last minutes against smaller teams. But... But talking about smaller teams, the fairy tale of FF Norden continues against the second tier team from Lawrenceweiler. They won 1-0 again after their 1-0 exploit against Rosbach the round before. This time, captain René Majeres was the match winner as he put the ball into the back of the net for his team. In the dying minutes, Lawrenceweiler had the biggest chance to equalize, but the defender from FF Norden did a heroic save in front of the goal line. Whew. I'm not finished yet. <laughs> Holstein managed to throw Petons out of the cup and make the big surprise as they won 2-1. Same for Karnav who beat Wills after extra time in a crazy game as it ended 4-3. Uh, national team goalkeeper Ralph Schoen got a red card in the 22nd minute, I guess. Uh, friend told me how it happened. At first he got a yellow card because of complaining and then the other yellow card because he just shot the ball away. And then, yep, red card. Okay, Bye. bad day in the office with the goalkeeper. That's card, that's uh, ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, kind of a shame. Yeah. Finally, the cup finalists of past seasons are out against Rimelange, who played in the AM promotion. Mersch lost literally four 0 That is, has to be the upset of the weekend, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're kind of right. This upset, yeah, yeah. I mean, how, how can they not have a desire to play the cup final after what happened? You know, they they've. It's 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 not even that they lost, but losing four 0 to a second year side. Even Rumelos, they played at, like on the top places of the AM promotion, but it's still not an excuse to lose four 0 when you are trying to compete in the Bijer League. Uh, the biggest score of the day is not in the Coupe de Luxembourg, but happened in the third women's league in a very close game. Merzig beat Racing Trois Vierges. Hold on, twenty four one. 24-1. 24-1. You should make a mistake there. <laughs> Which sport? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not tennis, it's football. So that's, a, that's in, the, uh, in the second league, women's second league. Third league. Third league. Third league. I think, I think Trois is is kind of new now in the women's football league. So I, I just saw that they're losing all their games, like 17-0, 8-0. You know, it's, it's a very new game. Very new team, and respect to them that they continue to, to keep to, playing to because keep playing. because I would be like, no, you know what, I'm just gonna change sports at that point. But really, respect to them, and maybe this gonna this gonna this gonna work later after some well, maybe a lot of training. S- sorry to interrupt. You don't know how Samweiler women are getting on, do you? Because I believe they've got a Samweiler have got a team. They've entered it for the first time. This yeah. this year, I've seen the ladies down there training on the yeah. on, on the park on a Thursday night. Obviously, sometimes they struggle to get yeah yeah, yeah. En- enough players, but fair- like sometimes they play with seven, eight players only. Last you think season, it, you last think season probably m- modify the pitch a bit, right? Rather than playing full. Yeah, I mean, you can have a seven aside game, which is smaller goals. That would be that would be, that would be cool, but you can't. You just can't do that. Would it be, yeah, would be, would it be official? Let's say. Yeah. Wouldn't conform. Yeah. 
like I don't know if I was the train of opening team would I say like okay I play with 11 players just to make it fair would you just send nine players I don't know yeah it's it's there was there was like three four years ago a game between Betonburg and Nidakon they also play only with seven players Nidakon I think in the end uh, Betonburg won like 39-0 and it was a lot talked about like disrespect towards the other team but was what, what was it really what is really disrespect when you play football? Is it when you like, oh, let's just play slowly just because they are bad or you just give everything just to pay respect to the opening? You know, how? Do, uh, what is really respect in sport? Oh, interesting. Give, a, give, giving... Good, what, what, okay, Adam, I'm going to start off with yourself. I would, you've got to play hard at 10-0. I would then stop the game, even out the teams and play, play a game and enjoy the game. That's what I would do. Max it out ten yeah. nil. So if you get to ten nil, mm. call the halt to the game, then give them two players, then it's eleven aside or whatever, and then you carry on playing. Carry on playing. I don't, yeah, yeah then just the business make it. sides done. The business side of the comp's done. Oh, it's a, it's a t- yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because you do, you want to be encouraging. Well, you want people and to you, play. And you want to grow the community. That's the ultimate. Mm-hmm. With, with, with all come back. But after yeah. after a game like this, you know, you just you just. Some players are like, I don't want to play anymore. That's that's not fun. I think for both teams, it's not fun. Uh, I think winning thirty nine nil is not fun when for the winning team as well. It's like no challenge, nothing. You just yeah. play, and then you're like, wow, I hope this game is over. Even eleven eleven squash. Well, actually, they have a new in in Luxembourg. There's a new uh, squash ranking system, isn't it? And and you, if you don't. If you're expected to win eleven love and you don't, you actually lose your your points, your, your well ranking. It's more rating points, rating is it? It's points, more of a, a global rating system. So you've sort of in some ways quite good because then you do have to. If if your opponent knows, I mean, it depends. Like back in the day, you might have gone on court with someone who you know you're going to win, but you're not going to do it in 15 minutes. You might do it in 25 and have a little pity patter around. Might give them a game. Or give them a like game, that, yeah. But now, like for me personally, yeah, you go on court and you just get it done. Get the, Otherwise, yeah. you're losing points. You, Adam? Uh, yeah, I've been I've been handed my fair share of donuts when I was playing competitively. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it walked, hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean, if, if, you, if you're an individual sport, you're playing competitively. Yeah, go in and if you give everything, beat them as as quickly and as powerfully as possible. Again, the football at ninety minutes long. You know, to get hammered consistently for 90 minutes and to concede a goal every two minutes, I mean, then, then you're wasting your time, right? Yeah, and, and tennis, the same, Bojo? You'd, like, throw out the big one? Well, uh, like Adam said, you sometimes you want to show respect to your opponent and play your best tennis. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. not to, to get it done as soon as possible, but it's to play your best. Yeah, I think you can you you, you can feel ashamed like like the opponent doesn't give everything you're like okay it's just is it just because I'm bad that you play like this you know and then you kind of feel it's feel bad for this. It's happened to me playing squash as well. You're winning really comfortably and you at the the second you start taking it easily, Switch next off. thing you, yeah. you've lost. So yeah, very 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 true. But you're not going to lose from 34 nil at football. <laughs> What else have we got in there? I've, I've gone some last news, but about our national team players who were also on duty this weekend and had mine. Highlights I've noticed. Uh, Matthias Olesen had better days in his life against Leipzig. He came on into the game while his team Cologne was losing 4-0. It was in the 70th minute. He got a yellow card two minutes later and eight minutes later another yellow, which means a straight red as his team lost in the end 6-0. Not a great work day. Um, it's kind of shame and like it's cool you're getting paid for to play 10 minutes a week and it's, it's kind of cool <laughs> and uh, Anthony Morris and Union Saint-Gilloise beat Lask from Austria in a crazy game as it stood 1-1 in additional time the Belgian team scored the winner and grabbed the three points against the Austrians finally David Jonathans a young 
promising player from Luxembourg, scored for the reserves of FC Bayern Munich in the Regionalliga, which is the fourth tier in Germany, as they won against Burghausen, Burghausen 4-1. Then you've got some other players like Leandro Barreiro, uh, who played with Mainz 2-2, against Bochum he knocked the player out <laughs> unintentionally and other players but here are the main highlights I've noticed because you, you, could, you could mention every single national team player how he's, he, he performed but it's you know it's more attractive to play to talk about big uh, big news but that's it from Let's First News I thank you everybody for listening and I give the words to Nathan and the crew yeah, uh, good 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 so what the games next week Who, who's got who's going to be the big match next week would it have to be Hesperange Diffidange Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. That's on. Uh, that is on the fifth of November, isn't it? That's that next Sunday. That's next Sunday. And next checking quickly. Next Sunday at four. So they're not yeah. making the games earlier. They're not bringing the games in earlier. Because it was that. Yeah, the news has been like went went down. You know, you you don't really hear about it. But it would be kind of shame. I I think four p.m. is a pretty good a, pretty a good, good time. Yeah. I think it's yeah, a good, good time, time because then we can get the results in and you can get them on let's perfect uh, on, on, on let's talk sport let's come over just to uh, finish off on the rugby world cup we all uh Saw the match. Did we bite you? You didn't watch it. Rugby's not a big sport in Croatia. No, rugby, not at all. It's just uh, football, basketball, tennis, handball, and that's it. So Australia, um, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa are in the are, are in the final. Or were in the final. Who are you going for? South Africa or, or New Zealand? Well, now when I know the score, South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Danny, what did you think of the match? It was a brutal, a brutal, brutal game. Uh, hell of a rugby game. Um, you feel for New Zealand, but South Africa just get it done, don't they? I mean, three times in a row now to get over the line by one point. It's uh, it's an achievement, that. I mean, just they, any problem, they just seem to find the solution. Yeah, they, they certainly find a way. They're making a, uh, they're making a point, as you say, yeah. <laughs> as you say to... to to, to, to win, to get the job done. I thought it was a really good tournament. This this tournament I've enjoyed more than any of the other ones. Maybe it's the age the kids are, the kids are into a bit more, but so many good games. You know, South Africa won the last three games by one point each. Um, England, uh, was England-Fiji in the end? You know, was down, it was really close down to the wire. The Ireland-New Zealand game was just phenomenal, brutal. 37, you know, 37 last phases, just to keep the ball for 37 phases, yet to defend that for 37 phases, really quite... Um, yeah, quite outstanding, isn't it? What about Portugal? Did you see? Did you see the Portuguese the, the Portuguese match where they where they beat Fiji? Yeah, got a win. I, I saw the I saw a couple of the clips. I didn't watch the whole game. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, th- there was another great game early on. Actually, it was Wales and Fiji on the opening on the opening great weekend. Rugby. Actually, great rugby all round. Great rugby all round. Mm. Yeah, no, certainly. Now we'll have um, uh, Scott and um, Anton will be in the studio on 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 Wednesday, if not next Sunday. And I can guarantee those boys they love talking rugby. So we'll di- dissect it in from more of a, a, a rugby um, a rugby background and um, yeah and get their uh, inputs we won't stop talking about now there's also right now there is the world um, world cup in cricket no there isn't <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you wanted to keep that one under you wanted to keep that under the radar well all teams we know that they um, everyone plays everyone isn't there? there's 10 teams in the 10 teams in the competition it's been played in um, in India Um Yes, everyone's had six games except for Sri Lanka and Afghanistan. I'm guessing they're playing tomorrow. And India are leading at the moment with over over South Africa and New Zealand. And 10th out of 10 team, which is very surprising to see England. What's happening, guys? We just don't play that format of cricket enough. And uh, yeah, and in India as well. It's such an advantage for the for the. Teams for, for India, on that for, climate. That, that's right. Yeah, the the pitch is is, is more and more in their more in their favour. New Zealand still doing enough. We're not good often in the twenty twenties and the in the fifty overs. We're normally there and thereabouts in that in in, in that semi um, finals. Who else we got? Pakistan. See Pakistan so low down now. Yeah, India, India, South Africa, New Zealand. Stress. There's four matches. 
remaining out there but it's um it doesn't look good uh for the english at all well before we uh close off i just want to say a big thank you bojo for uh coming into the show tonight telling us about about yourself about um your roots in tennis and and um and 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 where you are um as i said earlier in the show scott and myself were very very fortunate to uh to, to have a lesson from um from you and we had well certainly i had a lot of a lot of fun i had a lot of fun seeing your brother spank when the spank one down and <laughs> Nail Scott an absolute beauty but if you're listening to this haven't seen it have a look it was a it was a a, a great show you might have to mind a little bit of the 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 bad language that was that was on there but how it was great fun um we're gonna have you back Bojo was uh, was a uh a lot of fun for me as well and uh, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, we're going to we're, we're going to put you in the seat one day and you're going to be a, you're going to be a host with me that's uh, th- that's uh, that's for sure. Anthony Lesfos news, thank you very much for your input again. We've got Always a pleasure. Every every Sunday uh, 6:45 you have uh, got Anthony giving you up to the date um, news information in the football world and certainly not your last either uh, Adam Peterson. Thank you. Got to go for um more Formula One, right? Formula One's your yeah. what's your probably bi- your biggest sport right now? Watching uh, f- football, but Villa, so, you know. Yeah, I, so I focus too much on Villa and football, which is why they, I like the FPL because it gets me interested in the other teams. Yeah, yeah, a- a- absolutely. And Danny, thanks for uh, jumping in. And um, yeah, we really put up a bit of a squash match against Bojo tonight. We got three squash players, <laughs> in, three against one. There was three against one, but a very good to um, uh, share that uh, the information and bounce and bounce off each other as well because there's a lot of uh, similarities, of course. Um, and obviously, as I always say, we thank the army of volunteers out there who make our sporting world tick. Check out the regulars tomorrow morning. Sam at six a.m. Steps at twelve. We've got Melissa at three. And as I always says, the always say rather, the big win is when the athletes give back. You're here, myself um, and Anton will certainly be here on Wednesday. We'll hope we can drag Scott. We haven't seen Scott for a while so hopefully he's back in now he's he's doing his school um, doing school physical education is a lot busier so hopefully we'll get Scott back into the studio this Wednesday or next Sunday. Until then it's cheer. Cheer.